episode of Captain Hunter's Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated towards bridging the divide between the police and the communities that they serve. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really, really appreciate it. The love and support that you all have been giving thus far. Make sure that you rate, subscribe, and share these episodes. Rate these episodes, subscribe to these episodes, and share these episodes. Really, really appreciate it if you would do that. Hit that thumbs up as always. You guys know how you can support the podcast, PayPal, Cash App, and Venmo. Uh, I am going to be looking to have some merchandise come out, some t-shirts and some uh, mugs and things like that. Uh, So just be on the lookout for those type of things. And let me ask you this. Did you guys pick up the book yet? Did you pick up a copy of Police Reform? My um, years in law enforcement have have taught me a lot, and I wanted to give a little bit of uh, knowledge and wisdom to you all about how we can improve the criminal justice system. And so that book is now available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, uh, lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com, or anywhere else that uh, books are available. If it's not, please let me know. Send me an email whether it's about the book or whether it's about um, any topic that you want to have or any guesses you think I should have on. Um, and so just send me, um, you know, just send me an email about that and uh, we'll make sure that we can get to it. Or I'll do the best I can to make sure that I cover that topic, get you the book or whatever resource that you're asking for. Uh, today we have on Dr. Joyce Gonzalez Dominguez, PhD, uh, and she's an industrial an organizational psychologist, and she's engaged with research or practice to improve uh, organizations' effectiveness and sustainability. Uh, she's from she hails from the island of Puerto Rico, and so uh, we met at a uh, at a class we were both taking about diversity and inclusion. So again, if you're looking for a diversity and inclusion instructor, you can have any of my former guests on, or you can have me. Uh, as a former police officer to come on. I did do that, implicit bias, uh, diversity and inclusion, and everything like that. So a lot of different people who are involved in this work, uh, we see that it's so pivotal and so vital in these days and times. And we may not even think that the the island of Puerto Rico may have these problems and issues. But as we'll learn from, from Dr. Gonzalez, uh, they're suffering with the with, with some of these same uh, problems and issues about diversity, inclusion, acceptance, LGBT rights, and uh, and all that kind of stuff down there on the island of Puerto Rico as well. So we're going to get right into the episode. That's just a little bit about Miss Dr. Uh, Gonzalez. I really really appreciate her coming on the show. Um, she can be reached on LinkedIn, and uh, she's also going to give her uh, email as well during the show, and I will include it in the show notes. So. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the episode speaking about diversity and inclusion on the island of Puerto Rico, Dr. Joyce Gonzalez. Here we go. Okay, so we are here with Dr. Joyce Gonzalez. I really appreciate you coming on Captain Hunter's podcast. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks to you for inviting me. It's, it's refreshing just uh, having the chance to speak with someone in the middle of the pandemic. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> this uh, is some, some way to travel. So yeah, well, it's amazing. <laughs> well, uh, for the for the for the audio persons out there, they can't see, but you have a, like a, a back screen of, uh, of a nice uh, beach area yeah. or water it looks really serene and beautiful so i hope i don't kind of yeah. fall asleep while you're it is called la parguera here in puerto rico, in puerto rico. Okay. and it's amazing that's the picture that i took oh okay so, okay yeah well, so you're an amateur photographer as well is that is that right yes, <laughs> yes. okay okay, okay nice. you can say that you can say that okay very nice very nice um hold on i'm gonna pause it right here there's some kind of swinging sound 
in the background. Is that is that? Ah, oh, you're hearing the coqui. That's okay. our coqui. That's um, it's like a little frog that is uh, indigenous to Puerto Rico only, oh, and okay. it sings uh, here. It's 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 beautiful for us. It's beautiful, but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. okay, I don't know if you were like by a by a kids park or something i could hear the swings in the background or whatever i didn't know so, yeah so okay. is it swing i don't know a swing up is it me or i don't know maybe it's is it the microphone maybe no it sounds like a swing that's it sounds like a you know the swing that goes back and forth that's, that's what it sounds like so okay no i, I don't know I, i'm hitting the cookies and what does that sound and, like and the cricket the, the cookie is like <laughs> something like that well, Something maybe that's like it. I, maybe that's it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll get back to it. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So can you can you just uh, tell us about yourself? Well, let me just start off. I usually try to introduce people somewhat. So we met in a diversion. Diversion? Diversity, yeah. <laughs> diversity. I, <think. laughs> I was going to say diversion. What am I thinking about? <laughs> diversity and inclusion class that we took at E. Cornell. And I really, uh, you know, I, I appreciated the, the learning. And I, I reached out to you to, to be on the show. And you so kindly agreed so can you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself and who you are and what you do and all that kind of good stuff okay well i was born and raised here in puerto rico uh, the center of the island and i am proudly uh, a, a mix or a result of three races uh, african uh, spanish and our native that was called tainos here in Puerto Rico, so I'm, I'm, I'm a proud mix of those races. And uh, right now, I work, as, I work as a professor in the University of Puerto Rico, uh, Rio Piedras Campus, and I am, I am also an organizational development consultant. I do some research with a group of students that uh, like me to be their mentor, so they recruited me <laughs> to do the research. And I just follow them. Um, I'm also uh, an entrepreneur recently. I have a, a small company um, that uh, do some monitoring services, camera, uh, cameras, uh, alarms, and those kind of security. So I'm, I'm kind of all over the place because I, I really like to do <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> I have a lot of energy, so I have to do that. <laughs> Uh, listen, you got to burn off that energy, right? Got to burn off that energy. <laughs> yes. So, so let's start off with uh, um, let's start off with your security company. I want to get into the organizational development and organizational uh, leadership type of things that you do as well. Um, but let's start off with the security company. Uh, so your your husband owns that, or is is that right? Well, he he owns um, a company of security officers, and I help him with with that as uh, the OD and HR uh, person. And we both own uh, another company that uh, it's called Defensor here in Puerto Rico. I tried to read over the website that you sent me. It's in Spanish, so I think you. Ah, uh, it, it has um, some content in English too. Okay. All right. Well. I kind of got frustrated. And I was like, okay, because <laughs> I can, I can, I, and I, I can actually read. I can actually read a little bit of Spanish. I mean, I, I've taken it some, some you know, I've taken it some classes. I did some, um, uh, some, some videos and stuff like that. What's that? What's that big series that was out a few years ago? Um, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, Rosetta Stone. 
Rosetta oh, okay. Stone. Okay. Okay. I yeah. did Rosetta Stone and some other and some other stuff. So I, mm. I'm actually, you know, I I, I could if somebody dropped me in a Spanish speaking country, I could actually survive for a little while, you know. Um, That's for, awesome. For, for a little while, you know. I, I, and always there's there's Google always so Google yeah, Translate. Yeah, kind of, I think Google's cheating though. I mean, listen, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, but you know, I mean, it's kind of cheating. Yes, yes. Um when it helps. Yes. So <laughs> when it helps, right? Because sometimes the translations are wrong. What would what, you say? <laughs> um so, so you're, you, what, what is it that you do specifically? I know that you, you said you were all over the place, but you, you did do some, 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 I did read over your curriculum vitae uh, mm -hmm. about all the research that you've done and you've done a lot of work. <laughs> you've done a yeah, lot of work. Yeah. Um, but you, I started you very young, okay? That's oh. it. <laughs> okay. So, so you do some work, you do some work um, with LGBT communities and, and what, is it, what, what is it that you do when you go out to, to consulting with companies? What specifically do you do? Okay, so um, around 2012, uh, I started uh, a research on discrimination, specifically on um, the recruitment and selection process. Um, it was it was with a group of students, actually, they recruited me, as I said before, um, they wanted a mentor, so I helped them um, through the process, and we finished the, that uh, research. It, it was um, amazing that we found that a lot of people, of people here in Puerto Rico um, experienced discrimination uh, in that process. Um, some, sometimes uh, the people told them to, um, like, uh, how do you say, um, like mask what uh, your sexual orientation or your gender identity. And, and some others experience um, jokes about their sexual orientation and gender identity. And some um, also experience aggression. That was just one person, but I think one person is too much uh, because that's like the worst manifestation of discrimination that a person can have. And after that, um, we went to several activities uh, to some um, organizations, just like oriented them, uh, uh, to give them orientation about sexual identity, sexual orientation and, uh, and gender identity. And then right now, we are conducting another research uh, because in here in Puerto Rico on 2000, 2012, I think, maybe 13, <laughs> I think it was 2012, uh, they passed a law where uh, that uh, writes that uh, discrimination uh, based on gender and uh, identity and sexual orientation is prohibited in, in everything, like jobs, uh, government, everything. So um, right now we're trying to see if, if it's already being implemented because sometimes the, the laws are out there, but the organizations are not implementing them uh, well, or if they are doing it, they are just like checking some boxes. We're doing this and doing this and doing that, but the people in there are, are still discriminating. They're, they're, they still have some stereotypes um, and prejudices against the people there that the law are supposed to protect. 
I'm very surprised to hear a lot of what you said. Now, explain this to me, the masking uh, of people's sexual orientations, is that what you, or, or, or genders? Yes. I mean, how, yes. how, how are they supposed Both. to do it? Both. It's like, um, you know, that sometimes uh, uh, gay, gay, gay men may have some feminine um, like gestures. And uh, the 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 employer asked them to, you know, you have to to look more masculine, or to the 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 lesbians, you have to look more feminine. Okay. So, or um, and in the case of the transgenders, um, if they uh, like a woman transgender, my name maybe she, my name is Anna, and because the employer see that her. Uh, birth of a certificate says Jose, then Anna, you are Jose and you should dress like Jose because it's what the, the birth of, of certificate says, says, the certificate of birth says. Right, right, right. How big of a problem is this in, in Puerto Rico? Well, um, right now, I, I must confess that um, the organizational and industrial psychologists, we are kind of behind uh, researching this. And I, I, I am just one of the few that are studying it at the workplace. Um, maybe I, I, I can think of two other colleagues that are studying it. And it's, it's very sad because um, we have to do the research so we can make it visible. Okay? Because uh, if we don't do that, it's like it, it doesn't exist and the people must became aware so what we have already found is that it, it is it is real it is happening and and i know that um if we continue to do more research and the people become more aware and and the lgbt community people become aware that this is not right they will raise their voices and, and we will be hearing more of this how big is the University of Puerto Rico? How large is it? Well, um, it, it is the, it, obviously it is the government uh, university. Uh, it has like 10, 10 locations all over the, the island. Um, my campus is Rio Piedras. It, it has um, around 20,000 or 25,000 25, students. Uh, it, it is the biggest uh, university system in Puerto Rico uh, right now. Right. So I was asking because I want to know, I mean, how much, how much funding would you get to, to do the research to figure out how big of a problem this is? That's, that was the reason I was asking, you know, how, how large the university is. Would they, are they funding the research? Are they interested? Is that something you have to get grants for? Or? Well, um, not really, <laughs> sadly. Um, th this is, I'm, I'm doing this uh, voluntary and it's like uh, the work uh, of my students on my work is, we are doing it just for, for love because, uh, because we don't have any, any uh, grants or, or, or anything. Uh, we know that there are um, some funds available um, outside of Puerto Rico, not uh, within the university very sadly so that that says something no that that says something it, it's it's not uh, important enough yet so that's uh something very sad actually yeah you said there was a lawsuit uh, surrounding this this entitled this uh, how many people were involved 
in the lawsuit uh and, and i mean i assume that the outcome from the from the judge or judges said that you you gotta these employers have to knock this nonsense off i would assume that right well uh maybe that was my pronunciation but uh there was a law uh, oh, a law okay. that was that was passed in 2012. Oh, okay, maybe I, maybe yeah. I misunderstood. Don't don't blame yourself. No, no, I, I, it's my English, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm <laughs> no, I, I might have I might have heard. No, 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 I might have heard you wrong. Maybe you did say law, but I but maybe I just interpreted lawsuit. So there was a law passed saying to knock this stuff off. Is that correct? Yes, to uh, do not discriminate based on sexual orientation and gender identity. What was what was the reason the law was passed? Were people complaining about it? Were they just following what was going on in, in the mainland United States? What was what was the reason behind that? Um, there 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 have has been a, a movement. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like wow, like um, twenty years ago, they they have been fighting for this, and they tried to uh, at first they tried to do it um, by the law of um, of gender violence, so um, recognizing the the rights of same same sex couples, and it, it was a failure. It didn't pass. Um, so there, uh, some years passed by, and they try again, uh, like three different laws uh, laws uh, about it, and this was the only one that passed. And <laughs> interest. Interest, interest. Oh my God! <laughs> it is interesting. Interesting that just um, it passed because um, the they negotiate with the church that um, the church the in their organizations they can still uh, discriminate against uh, the based on gender identity and sexual orientation. So every organization. Um, that has any relation with the church, they can still discriminate here. And, and that was the only way that this um, get to pass. The, the, the other thing they scratched out from the original um, uh, proposal but, uh, of the law was uh, that even the, the, per, the when you perceived um, that the person is uh, for of a, any sexual orientation or or gender identity that it's different from the what should be um, they, they they scratch that out out of the law so uh, the perception uh, was not there it has to be really um, the discrimination so they that sex, gender identity or sexual orientation has to really be there not just that the other person perce perceived it and that that was uh, the only way the law passed and doing though um, they did those two uh, negotiations with the church and scratching the perception part okay I want to understand the perception part and I know that you're Struggling yeah, with the English. No, 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 no. You listen. You're you're doing great. I just want to make sure that I understand it. So the perception is: so if I'm an employer and I fire someone, they have to prove that I did it because of because I because they ch were changing their genders. Is that is that? Am I understanding that right? Oh, yeah, that's that's part of it. Um, but also, um, I don't know if you know about the uh, um, 
the, oh my God, ADA, the ADA Act, um, the Person with Disabilities Act. ABLE, ABLE, yeah, I think, I think it's ABLE, but, but go ahead, yes, okay. ADA, ADA is oh, the oh, yes. acronym. Okay, okay. A okay. Okay, so. Americans um, with Disabilities Act, yes, yes. Yes, well, you are protected um, if you have the disability or if someone per perceives that you have the disability. Okay. So that element was on the original law project. Okay. And in the, in the final law, it was crushed out. I got you. Now, I can imagine that someone would challenge that in court, right? Because you're kind of picking and choosing uh, what, what you're going to, to do. So I would think that on your behalf and people that you're representing or looking into, that they, that would be something that they could uh, look into and say, you know, you're, you're selectively choosing what to enforce, right? So if you're going to be lawful in saying no discrimination, you're going to be lawful in no discrimination. Right. Yes. Right. Actually, last year, um, they tried to pass a law where uh, government uh, employees uh, could discriminate based on uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. So and they tried. They almost <laughs> made it. This, this is right, right, right. So this is very peculiar to me. And this actually bothers me. And I'm not a, a Puerto Rican citizen, um, but but it bothers me that that that. Uh, people on the island, I mean, well, let me ask you this. How, how much of law that is passed in the United States, Supreme Court laws and things like that, American Disabilities Act and all these different laws that we have here, how much of that is, is translated over there into, into Puerto Rico? Yeah, completely, all of them. Okay. Uh, all, all of them, yes. It's, well, um, okay, all but, the but, federal laws all apply to Puerto Rico. But, so, so that's curious to me that the church, as you mentioned, has so much power. And that's why I, I was going to ask you where these laws come from, these discrimination laws. And, but you already told us it comes from, I would assume, more the church, religious people. Yes. Right. Uh, so, so the church has this power, but they, the church generally, they like to think that they do. <laughs> and by that, I mean the white evangelical church thinks that they have a lot of power here in the United States. Uh, mm -hmm. But it seems like they have a lot of power. I would assume the Catholic Church, when you say the church, right? Uh, both, both of them, but mm -hmm. actually it's more the, the evan, evan, uh, evangelicals. Yeah. Evangelical, yeah. yeah. Listen, and I have a hard time saying it too when I speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pentecostal, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. It, it was um, last, the, the last administration, the, the governor that there was, it has I had to resign. I don't know yeah, if you know about that. I heard about okay. that, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's historic. And, and that's, I'm very proud of Rodrigo for that. So that, 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 that's a good thing. But he was, and his, his administration, they, he brought in a lot of uh, Christian people to his administra administration. And, and they were openly, uh, speaking about how they they were like going forward with the or driving the family agenda that, that's what they call it so no, it's pro family thing and and if, if you are doing something with the LGBT community you are against family and against family values that that's what they are stating and actually something that was very sad uh, it, it, it was like it makes emotions, but last elections, and so la last week actually, um, there um, there's oh, there was 
a new party called, called Proyecto Dignidad. It's a Dignity Project. That's their name. And they, their platform actually, um, it's, it's, it's about uh, bringing the, the values, the Christian values to Puerto Rico. And, and they have, they, they, the people choose um, one senator from that, um, from that uh, party. And this is the first election that they ever uh, have, so, uh, so that's a, that's a that's a big party. Is that what you're saying? A kind of a big. It is. It's small. It's new. But okay. they made they made it. They are in the government, at least with uh, senators and and representatives. So, so that's that's they, they they made history, and it speaks about how conservative 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 yes conservative um uh, some people here still are and how how much power the church the church has here um i think that i think that we run into the same problems here in the united states i'm quite sure well um, you probably heard of the republican party and many of them are these evangelicals yes. and many many black people mm -hmm. um uh, are also very conservative in their views and have joined up with the republican party and i, I don't have a problem with that but i i do have, i do i personally have a problem when people vote with their with their forms of social justice. Um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I can be. I am very conservative. And I think that most people are when it comes to finances and all that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. but, I, but I have a problem when people are, vo are voting because they're voting for 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 my body and for your body. Uh, what you can do, and I and I, I don't I don't think that that's right. And, but that's the vote that people have, and that's the power that the church wields when they tell people you know about abortion or mm -hmm. or. What um, what's other stupid? Oh, gay gay marriage and all that kind of stuff. You mm -hmm, know, that, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So they're voting, not for themselves, but they're voting for you, right? I don't want you to be gay. I don't want you to be exactly. Uh, you know, exactly. and I think that I, I think exactly. I think that people who vote along conservative values are are mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Not that they are ridiculous. To vote <laughs> to vote along conservative values, to in my mind, yes. is ridiculous. You know, but that's yes, but because that's I I think that the the law should serve everyone. Right. And right. I, I was talking with, um, she's a young mom and she, she's actually very close to me, uh, but she's very conservative too. Mm. And, and she was telling me that um, when, when it comes to the, the trans people uh, and, uh, and, and gays and lesbians, that she respects, she respects them, but they, they may stay like, um, shut up and, and 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 in their homes and in their private lives, and that they they shouldn't try to be open about what they feel and how they are and who they are. And and I and I I I really I did my best to <laughs> to be understanding because I I understand her I really understand her, and and I I, I put aside. Uh, let, let's say my 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 way of thinking and, and I told her I got you and and I and I know where where this came from and and I can understand you and uh, it, it is the same thing that 
some decades ago was the people thinking when they do not want the woman to vote, when they do not want the, the, the blacks to stop being slaves. Because the people, uh, like, uh, they resist the social changes, maybe out of, of fear, um, out of misunderstanding, out, out of, the, the, because I, I don't know this, so this should not be like, like it, this, this should not be happening because I do not understand this. Hmm. Uh, so the law is for everyone. And maybe some years ago, it was about the woman having the right to vote, the woman um, have equal rights at, at work, the woman uh, being able to go to, to work. So now it's about the LGBTQ plus community having the rights to do what they want to do and to be who they are uh, at the workplace and, and in the society. As, as a whole yeah I, I i would agree with that i also think that there's a there's, there's an element to i mean we're talking a lot of politics here uh I, I also think that there's an there's an element here that says uh that conservatives who, who think along social lines are don't want people to be um so free because they have this religious thinking that god is going to somehow punish the rest of us right all the plagues that are that are spoken of in the bible or particularly of, of what was it sodom and gomorrah uh um you know yeah god, you know god's going to kill us all and all these storms that come up and i mean that is just mm -hmm. it and i probably have some conservative listeners and I'm, i don't want to per turn turn them off but that social conservative i, I really i really hope that and wish that people would just think about what they're saying god is not punishing god is not sending tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes and fires and floods because mm -hmm. because because gay people are marrying i mean mm -hmm. that i mean I, I, i'm probably going to lose some listeners over this <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I actually i am uh my my father is a pastor mm -hmm. a pentecostal mm -hmm. pastor mm -hmm. And, and, and I was a pastor too, once upon a time. So I, I really understand it. Right. I understand it. Um, what right. I know, it's, it, this is about just um, hearing them and letting them have civil rights. It's civil rights. It's not about anything else. It's about yeah. civil rights. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Listen, I, I agree. I grew up in the Pentecostal church. That's exactly how I know what they teach and all that kind of stuff. So, so um, I, I, I get it, and and I know that evangelicals think think this and in all this kind of stuff. So, to me, homosexuality, LGBT community, they don't they don't want to see them because number one, they're repulsed by them for for whatever reason, whether it's transgenders or just gay people sitting there lovingly holding hands in a restaurant. They're repulsed by them. They don't want to see that, or they think that if we allow this, that God's going to punish us punish us with with frogs and lice and, and all these other different plagues and, and, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to think that way um and if, if if i'm wrong i hope that anybody out there would send me an email and tell me why why they, why you think that uh, people you know why the church is so opposed and why religious people are so opposed to uh the lgbt community mm -hmm, why can't mm -hmm. they have civil rights right so I, yeah. I would challenge people to, to give me an answer. Uh, of course, and, 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 and so um, we have to recognize that there are a lot of evangelical that does not think, think right. this oh, yeah. way. 
Absolutely. There, they there, support there, the LGBTQ communities. There, so. there, are, there are definitely plenty of people who's, who are definitely progressive in their thinking, particularly socially. Absolutely. In, my, in the Pentecostal church, uh, in, in, uh, this, in, in, in any movement, right? There are, even as much as the white resistance was going on for civil rights back in the 1960s, there were certainly mm-hmm. uh, some, some members of the evangelical church, uh, some. The, the official mm-hmm. position was was uh, was to keep us separated, separate the races. But, exactly. unof- but but unofficially, there were some certainly some people within the organization saying this is wrong. And I'm assuming that, that the mm-hmm. same thing mm-hmm. goes on today. Uh, the problem is the official position of the church, and we could change so many different minds if the official position of the church was would would be to, you know, be forward thinking. Right. The same thing with slavery. Yes. It was because of the Catholic Church said it's okay to be it's okay to capture Africans and enslave them, or to, to Taino people to 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 exactly. enslave them and. Exactly. and and so that's that's exactly why we're in this mess we are today because of religious thinking because of religious mm-hmm. authority it's it's mm-hmm. a, it's why we're in this mess today there's no there's no doubt about it yes um at least the pope already it's, it's he he his official his official uh, statement is is different he he's actually uh, thinking different so maybe there, he said there something is, crazy the other day right he said something about transgender rights right i think i think it read something about that yes, he's in favor he of that or something yeah this this he pope did. is ra- pretty radical yeah yes <laughs> yeah. yes but, but that makes it but that that makes a difference as much as much power as that man has in, in, you know whether it's him or the, or it was just said the, the white evangelical church the black the black church the pentecostal church the hispanic whatever church when the leaders say things then 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 that that's what's going to bring about change so, yes yeah. and and the workplace that i think it, it's very important to it never nevertheless um how or whatever the laws the law is or the society um um posture about something that workplace should be a safe place Okay. When, when we talk about safety and security, it's not just about, um, I don't know, it's, uh, preventing accidents uh, or something like that. It's about well-being. It's about the people feeling psychologically safe at the workplace. And if, if I do not feel um, appreciated for anything, right? Maybe it, it can be because I am a, uh, I don't know, a single mother and they do not understand me. They do not understand that I have a little child on that, that I have to go to, to look up, up to her or, or anything like that. It, she will not feel safe at work. So um, I think the workplace should be this place where, where you really get to understand and know and, and to know everyone and, and do the best to make them feel safe there and there is a lot of research uh, of how this would impact their performance um this would lower the absenteeism level the rotation the turnover the turnover um indicators and and everything else so it it, it is a win-win situation if if at, yeah, at your work you get to know your employees or your colleagues and and you um accept them uh, and, and, and no matter how they are or who they are, it will help to the um, safety uh, climate at, at work. Very good. Uh, are you good for time or, or how does it? 
waking him like uh, 10 more minutes. Okay. Um, so you deal with this with large corporations or is it the mom and pop restaurant as well? I mean, <laughs> uh, both, okay. both. Yes. And, yes. and, and it's, it is very different because uh, when you're like, uh, with a multinational, is that correct? Multinational. <laughs> multinational. <laughs> yes. It's like they have all these programs in place. So when I got there, their, their programs are already in place. So I'm helping maybe uh, improving it or helping uh, with coaching uh, some managers or some supervisors. Um, but when you go to a small business, a family-owned business, they, they do not know about laws. Uh, they are very informal. And, and and there's a lot of difference. I, I can make a lot of difference. So I, I really, I enjoy doing both. But if you ask me, I enjoy more when I, I work with a small business and a family-owned business because they, they really, they, I can really make a difference there. Yeah. I would think they would be much more resistant because, I mean, it's not many people that's not, they don't have as much government, you know, I don't know if they have their over there. Over here, we have OSHA occupational safety, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, yeah. So in all these different right. other corporations, corporate government agencies. So I would assume that a mom and pop organization, uh, a storefront, a barbershop, you know, or whatever is, it would be more resistant because they are, it's me and my wife or me and my kids and we're running this business and we're going to have our, our values. I would think it would be more, yes. you know, I would think it'd be harder to do that. Yes. It, it's, um, they resist more to everything, <laughs> to organizational development uh, as a whole, <laughs> and and they they think that they they don't even expect it to be for them. They think it's just for the big companies, and that the industrial organizational psychologists are very expensive, and some of, some of them are, but but I, I think. Actually, the industrial organization and psychology can do a lot more for the small business. Here in Puerto Rico, the most of the em, uh, employers are small business. So we really, if we really want to improve the quality of work life of Puerto Ricans, we should be working with small business. And it, it's true, it is harder. Um, they they are very 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 hard selling. So very, <laughs> there, very, there was three varies in there. Uh, two, and then yeah, two, two very, more very, in there. very very. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying they're very hard. Is that what you mean? It's it's kind of difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a forest of berries. <laughs> Muy difficult. Difícil. Difícil. Yes, it is. It is. And but but actually, when when you get when you get there, when you get the job done, when, when you get the job done with them, actually, because it's with them, um, you can see uh, the difference. And, and it's very gratifying, at least for someone like me. <laughs> I, I really want to make a difference. So mm -hmm. it, 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 is, it is very enriching Good. to see the difference there. Um, so you spoke about psychological safety at work. What, what's, what's, what's going on with COVID? How are, how are you all dealing with COVID? How are these small agencies dealing with COVID? How are you dealing with it? How's the island dealing with it? I mean, there's not a like well, psychological uh, safety going on, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Right. Um, there's a lot of anxiety uh, and the, we have a system here that receives calls from people that are thinking about suicide. Mm -hmm. And 
uh, after the Hurricane Maria, it went up like very, 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 very. The suicide rate, the suicide, people committing the, suicides or just the calls? The, the calls. Okay. And okay. also the suicides, but the calls what was the ones that were the people thinking about it yes. and calling for help. Right, so that's right. that's a symptom of the how how is the psychological health here uh, in Puerto Rico. It was the same. Uh, it has been the same during the pandemic. And uh, actually, um, I I I am part of the uh, Puerto Rican Psychological Association, and we we have been doing a lot of of voluntary and community service uh, during the pandemic. Uh, call centers, uh, support groups, obviously virtual support groups. And, and the people, it's, it's very like um, hungry for help, for psychological help. Um, the, um, in, uh, at work, there are some people that uh, stop working Actually, a lot of people are receiving um, federal uh, support, economical support. So they are not not working because they want they prefer their help, their safety, um, rather than being theirs. And the other people are, I don't know. It's it, I, I see something. It, it's weird. Some people are like this. This is not happening, and they are maybe in, in denial uh, about. Uh, about COVID, and other people are, are really stressed out by it. By it. And um, mainly uh, those who are working remotely that uh, has to uh, work from their home and actually being uh, teaching their children that are, um, that, that are um, schooling, homeschooling, so, and they are doing both things. These people are really burned out at this point. They are really burned out because they, they are being teachers when they was not trained or educated to be teachers and they have to do their job too. I know about some um, couples that uh, one of them uh, are just resigned to their job to be with their children and the other is working. So uh, I think we, this will, this is, um, this is having a lot of impact and maybe it is, it's too soon to see how this is changing everything. But I, th I think this is changing a lot of things like in the family and the, at the, at the workplace and, and the psychological uh, well-being uh, as a whole, it, it is changing a lot. I think we, we, sh we should really pay more attention to our employees and to our people because uh, this, this is really a big thing. And we should not uh, like, um, treat it like uh, a very a normal, a normal day. This is really different. Yeah. There's so much more I want to talk to you about, about, about that particular aspect and the suicide rates and how people are dealing with and coping with it. And, and all from the mothers to the, to the people quitting work and all this kind of thing. This really, this thing is more than just, you know, we can get sick. It's, it's shut down economies when it causes depression and all this type of thing. The ramifications of this will be feeling emotional scars for years to come, I, I believe. Um, yes. So I want, I want to really dig into that with you, but I know you're pressed for time and I'm going to let you go. 
Um, I'd love to have you back on so we can really dig into it. I also want to talk about your Taino roots there and, and all that kind of thing. You said you're a proud uh, tri-racial kind of thing of Taino, uh, Spanish, and uh, mm. African blood there. African. So, yes. yeah, so I'd like to dig into that a little bit, if you don't mind. I mean, I don't know. Of course, of course. Okay. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for being on Captain Hunter's podcast. Um, Thanks. And uh, so is there an email where people can reach out to you or give you support or, or, or anything like that? Or do you have any papers or books we can read? Yes. <laughs> uh, my, my name, um, it's uh, Joyce and at so socius inc um I, I should spell that right uh, <laughs> i'll put it in the show notes but, but yeah. yes it's, it's better that way at joyce at socius inc.com and if you have linkedin you can uh contact me uh, through linkedin i don't have any other social uh network because well, I, that's uh, because, another because they're a mess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely know. I listen. I, I have uh, Instagram and I have uh, Facebook, and every day in Twitter, and I'm like every day there's some nonsense on there. So oh just goodness. keep it professional. But yes. you know, But I try to you know trying to promote this business. So you got. That's a good subject for another. Uh, <laughs> All right. So that's that's two times you got to come back now. Two times you got to come back now. <laughs> Talk about psychological safety on, on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, so thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for being here.